0: Hey, what is up everybody, Rod J. back here on the podcast channel. Thank you for swinging by to join me here. Appreciate you taking a few minutes of your day to uh, check out what I have to say, which I don't know if it's worth it or not. I think it is. I hope it is. It's all about beer and I hope you enjoy beer and that's why you're here. But that being said, want to get into the podcast show. I've done a few changes, a few tweaks, trying to get more of a balance here. the podcast and hopefully you guys do enjoy i'm going to go ahead and get into it here in a few minutes but thank you again for swinging by and uh remember to leave comments if you can always want to get your guys feedback and then also any things you'd like for me to take a look at always feel free to shoot a message there and if you do like it always hit whatever like mechanism it may have as well and hopefully you guys will subscribe for the new stuff going forward New update is that I'm trying to release these every Wednesday at 11 a.m. So just know that's when the new releases will come out. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. All right, let's get into some of the beer things out there. And hopefully you guys are coming off a very nice Labor Day weekend. And, uh... You know, Labor Day is always at end of summer, getting to the fall upcoming unofficially, because it doesn't always switch over to like September 20th or 21st. But once Labor Day hits, you kind of know, well, summer's just about done now. So now it's okay to crack open pumpkin beers, I guess, if you were waiting. Of course, you wanna get the Oktoberfest beers in as well. I feel like you should do Oktoberfest before Pumpkin, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? You can leave me a comment or uh, send me a message on that as well. But are you a fan of doing Oktoberfest before Pumpkin or do you do Pumpkin just because you're ready for Pumpkin? Everybody's got the Pumpkin spice and all kinds of other things out there. So maybe it doesn't matter between Pumpkin and Oktoberfest. Maybe you just want to drink the beer just to drink the beer. So how do you prefer to get into it? Or do you wait until maybe October? I have not had a pumpkin beer yet. I'm a person that likes to wait usually in October after Oktoberfest, which is always funny because it's in September. But anyway, I digress. Just uh, know the beers are out there and it's time to enjoy those here. Uh, One thing I wanted to touch base on just to let you guys know, if you haven't checked out the blog website, it's rodjbeerventures.com Make sure you definitely do. I have a lot of different things happening over there, not just with some of the video posts, but also some of the blog posts. I decided to get back into writing a little bit more. I mean, I do have a journalism degree, so I probably should get something out of it, right? So <laughs> I started to add some written pieces there this week. I actually released a piece on so just a kind of a view and observation around uh, diversity and inclusion in, uh, the beer scene, and it's really a short piece, so it won't take you too long to actually check that out. But that's one that was released here earlier this morning. And on the blog, I'll be releasing new written pieces there on Wednesdays as well. The goal there is probably around 9 or 9.30 in the morning when those will come out, but um, there'll be something you can check out too if you'd like to read some different articles along those lines. Some of the things jumping out right now that I actually saw, they kind of had my scratching my head a little bit, kind of just curious about it and see what you guys are thinking. Cold IPAs. So cold IPAs earlier this year seemed to come out a little bit quicker. Now they seem to be dying down a little bit. I don't see them as much, but our cold IPAs really just IPLs remarketed, changed up. I mean, India Pale Lager came out a few years ago where we had that basically a lager that was getting extra hops in it. And now we switched over to the cold IPA, which is like the IPA, we're changing the fermentation like a lager, but we're still really going for that hop taste there. Is this like a shell game? What do you guys actually think about that? I actually enjoy the ones I've had from the cold IPA as well as the IPLs because I do like the dry hop feel. I like the hoppiness coming through in my beers. So whatever you want to call it, I still enjoy them for the most part. But it's just kind of funny. I just wonder if it is something where we're just kind of changing the name of them, but we're really kind of doing the same thing. Now, obviously, brewing a lager versus brewing an ale, different techniques along those lines. But I'm just looking at the end product and looking at the end product, it seems like we're coming out with uh, about the same. So let me know what you guys think. If you want to uh, send me a comment or leave a message and uh I wouldn't, I'll, I'll keep enjoying them as if they come out with them, like I said, because I do dig them. Um, one cool thing I've noticed this year has been a great return of all the beer festivals. So I'm not sure if you guys have went to any of the beer festivals out there. If you did, I would love to hear which ones you guys are actually enjoying. We just had the uh, Barrel and Flow Beer Fest, which unfortunately I did not get to go to because I had family uh, scheduling events already at that same time. And it was the same as last year with that. So the weekend I usually have it is actually the same weekend that I have my mother's birthday. So we're usually in New Jersey at that point. But if there's some type of switch at some point, I would love to get out there. A lot of people I would love to meet and talk with and uh, check out beers from. But um, Great American Beer Fest is back. You know, that's coming up here. And then you have a lot of other ones from all over the country. So it's great to actually be a beer drinker right now as you're seeing all the beer festivals return. So if you've been to any, let me know what you're thinking. And what are some of your favorite ones you've actually been to from around the country as well? And then uh, I mentioned Return of the Pumpkin and Oktoberfest beers. And let me know what you guys think on that, too. But uh, those are kind of just a few of the things that made me uh, scratch my head this past week or two. All right, so here is something new for the podcast. Each week, I will actually share a YouTube beer channel recommendation for as long as I can. So, the inaugural first one that I'm actually going to share here is going to be Two Blondes Drink Beer, and this is with Kara and Candy out of the Kansas City area. If you have not checked out Two Blondes Drink Beer, make sure to check them out. They have some really fun reviews they do on beer as well as informative because they actually share some different things tied back to BJCP as well they have a great take on it nothing is too serious two great people they recently just sent me a couple beers to actually try actually they sent me four beers to try one of them unfortunately ended up exploding but a couple of nice coaches and then I have an imperial stout that I will be doing a review on on my channel but besides that they're just awesome I've had them on before as part of a panel I am going to be reaching out to them to see about doing a one-on-one spotlight as well but make sure to check out two Blonde string beer I think you will be very pleased also I'm gonna add and there's a new segment here my three highest rated beers that I've had over the last, in this case, a couple of weeks, but it will be weekly that I'll be going forward with. And these are ones that I definitely recommend. You might want to actually give a try to if you happen to see them. Now, one of them, you probably won't see because I don't think you can find it anywhere unless you have a really good beer store or maybe they had it there and it's kind of cellared. Um, but it's going to be from Brewery Amagang and it's the King in the North. It was part of the game of thrones real reserve collection it's a russian imperial stout came in at 11 abv 25.4 ounce bottle and let me tell you brewery Armageddon. gang if you've had them you know they're just about always on their game and this one was a pure treat untapped i have this as a 4.5 out of 5 it was well worth trying i'm glad i sold it for a bit and was able to actually get into it and uh, found it very enjoyable so If you do happen to come across it, definitely recommend. But any of the Brewery Armageddon beers out there, especially a lot of their Imperial stuff, would definitely say check out too. But that is the highest one that I felt over the last week. And a lot of times on Untapped, the way I rate them out, just so you know, is kind of more to the personal scale. But a four is basically a very good level. A five would be excellent. So a four and a half is like kind of right in between there. It's always hard to get to that five. Um, And like a three would be good. And then two would be fair, satisfactory. And then if you have like a one, uh, I guess one would be like passing or something like that. And anything below a one, zero, you know, I, I want to skip those for sure. So I, I, I never, I never really have a score that low really that I think I've ever come across. I think it might have been one that I got from like some Trader Joe's type beer way back when, but that was another story for another day. So behind that, I actually had another great beer, and this was from Bad Weather Brewing. It is their Due Date 6. Now they are actually out of Minnesota, and this was a honey beer, 11.2% ABV. If you like me, then you'll like this beer. Nice sweetness to it, a nice feel overall, very smooth going down. Booze is very well hidden in it, so it could sneak up on you if you have a few of them. But Due Date 6, very nice from uh, Bad Weather Brewing. So if you happen to get any of their stuff, I would definitely say check them out. And the third one is actually one that was sent to me from Two Blondes Drink Beer. And it is is, uh, from Alma Mater, along with Ozark Beer Company out of Arkansas. They teamed up for the collab. And it is the Swing By. It is a dry hop Kolsch that came in at 5% ABV. I mentioned earlier in the show about the cold IPA and IPL, how I know, like that hop flavor this one with that Kolsch and the hops coming through on the nose. You got a great amount of the aroma. When you got into the taste, you had the hop feel, but then you got the graininess from it being a cold style. Very well put together. That one and the Bad Weather, both of those, I gave a 4.25 out of five. And those are my three highest rated beers over the last couple weeks. And here we go swinging into the final portions of the show. How about a little beer news? So there were three things that kind of uh, I caught out there for beer news in case you may have missed them that I'll just drop out here to share with you. Wasn't a ton of huge beer news, but one thing was (laughs) there's not many things to be happy about if you're a Detroit Lions fan. But (laughs) one good thing about being a Detroit Lions fan is that the NFL says Detroit has the lowest concession stand prices in the league. So you might not be rooting for a lot on the field, but at least you get cheap beer. So if you do go to a Lions game, at least you have that working in your corner. The beer prices work out well. Um, Up in New York, one of the blood centers is offering free beer for those that donate blood and that's happening up in brooklyn i don't know if it's other areas but brooklyn was the center where the news story was located and uh definitely beats a cookie in my book so if you donate blood there in new york you can also get free beer i wonder if that like how that works for lightheaded i mean i guess you can't really go right to the beer after you get Now you'd be a little lightheaded maybe, but it'd be nice if they brought you the beer while you're laying there and they were taking the blood too. It'd be kind of nice, but I'm not sure how it all works out. But if you're in New York, hey, give blood, get free beer. Nothing wrong with that. People need the blood and who doesn't want a free beer? And then the other news story, which is probably the biggest news story um, from beer more recently over this last week or so, Stone Brewing has completed its sale to Sapporo. 165 million and the new owners Sapporo are actually looking to double production for the stone breweries the two breweries they have here in the state so this is a situation where you now went under a bigger company you're going to be a a part of the macro brand so stone is no longer really considered craft brewing because of the brewer's association's definition of it and for them, it's gonna actually increase what they may put out. Probably gonna hire some more jobs, things along those lines. But then, can they still sue people? For, for, the, for the, when stone infringement happens? Or would that be Sapporo that has to do that now, I guess? Because I think back the whole Keystone thing, how they fought to keep it, the whole stone type thing, but basically they just sold the company over now. Stone is actually owned by Sapporo. So that'll be interesting to see how that all works out. But those are kind of three stories I caught out there this week. Wasn't really too much. There's still some concerns out there around CO2 and stuff like that, but I'll share you know, other things as we go into the future podcast. But I appreciate you guys all being here today to swing by the show. Let me know how you like the new format here. I'm gonna to try to keep it a little more simple or a little more quicker and hopefully a little bit more fun and excited. I will look forward to catching up with you guys on the next podcast. Y'all have a great one. Remember, there's always time to get your beer on, drink beer, live happily. Cheers, everybody.